love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. happens live from our radio hub for Tuesday. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. What up, everybody? If you're on Instagram, give me a follow. Follow Fitz. We could be friends. Two words, follow Fitz. You could also say hello to my friend Drew, who's right over there. What's up? What's going on? You know, you got to have the right tool for the right job. Yeah, That's you do, the Drew. meaning of life. And, and everything's much easier if you got the right tool for the job. That's right. The best tool to have is, uh, uh, somebody told me a long time ago, you only need one tool, and that's a good line of BS. Open up that toolbox, have that line of BS ready to get you through life, winning where you need it, and I have lived by that. That definitely sounds just like a, a radio guy's toolbox. Just a walking line of BS, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I probably can tell you any tools in the toolbox. <laughs> hey, Claire, what's going on? Are, are you having a fun time on the show? Welcome. I'm having a great time on the show. I love you guys. I got to say, I got some marginal advice from the neighbors. Oh, you should pick all the wild blackberries in the neighborhood. They're fantastic. So I picked them all, and they were terrible, and I went to the store and bought some. Oh. <laughs> now you know, I know. Though, you got to get lucky with the, with the, the blackberries do. or the blueberries. You got to time them just right. Yeah. Like, when they're red, you can't pick them. And then when they're black, you got to get them right away, because if it's the next day, they're they're all squishy yeah. and, and blah. Speaking of that, there's Ryder the Youngin. Oh, hey, I'm squishy and blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm looking to change that. I was watching some superhero movies over the weekend because I was bored and I started working out. So maybe, maybe right. I'll stick with it. Oh, I love that. Like whenever you watch certain movies and, and do you ever watch a movie and then walk out of the movie feeling like that character? Oh, like yeah. You yes. can take yes. over the world. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. And then a couple minutes later, you're like, what am I doing? You're like, yeah. oh, I've done 10 push-ups <laughs> and I'm out of breath. <laughs> oh, look, Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, it's Tuesday, so I can't wait to hear about my gallbladder again. From our host, <laughs> The Fitz. Do we talk about your gallbladder every Tuesday? Well, as soon as Telefriend Tuesday comes up, the story inevitably turns toward my gallbladder. Yeah, so thank you for bringing that up. It's Telefriend Tuesday, <laughs> and it's a very, very important time to tell like a friend, a coworker, or a loved one to go to the doctor and get their physical. Telefriend Tuesday. Tell a friend to go to the doctor. Like I told Drew a long time ago to go to the doctor. He didn't listen to me the next day. You guys, I, I kid you not, his gallbladder blew up. <laughs> it blew up. Almost, he almost died, and all he had to do was listen to me, huh? There, there is but no. You, did you no learn? I bet you learned something, didn't you? Did you learn something or what? I did not learn anything. <laughs> you go to the doctor more than you used to? No, I got that handled with the gallbladder thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna grow a new one. All right, you guys, uh, it's gonna be a great show. Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. The legendary Fitz happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Folks, I begin now with a story that has gone viral. Little Miss Furious. <laughs> a father and daughter uh, basically have gone viral. They were playing the card game Uno. Now, who knows what Uno is? Everyone. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever played a Uno in my life. Really? Yeah. Oh. How did you get out of I'm high just, school? I'm just not at what because I I'm, was never a board game kid. That's a card game. It's a card game. Or I was especially not a card game kid. <laughs> you weren't like I was out, outside. Out at the lake on Saturday night. No. Drinking beer too young no. kind of game. No. no. Never, when, well, yeah, doing that, but never with cards. All right. We <laughs> we had other cards we played with. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we had a certain kind of uh, die, uh, you know, the, the dice. Oh, you dirty play, dice! You play oh. craps? God, you guys I'm are boring. Your, man. No, I'm sorry for your childhood because Uno's a part of everyone's childhood. Oh, uh, not mine. It's Thank an institution. God. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll play. I'll, I'll see how it is. Anyway, this father and daughter were playing it, and when he wins, she screams, says that he has an empty brain, <laughs> and calls him the worst dad in the entire world. And it's gone viral. Check this out. <laughs> worst dad ever. <laughs> You know what I said about not laughing? You even know you're an anti 
if if this wasn't a little British girl, I, I would think that that's my daughter Drew yelling at me. I was just going to say, this sounds like your house. I've been there. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up your mouth! You're the it worst like dad a- ever! You're the worst dad ever! Daddy, I want a golden goose now! Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, I want it now! <laughs> oh, what was that what, what, uh, from Willy Wonka? Violet. Veruca salt, yeah. Veruca. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? A very exciting what the Florida story. Stupid's what got you there. It's just really scary that these people exist in the world. An Uber Eats driver in Florida called the cops last week and claimed that she just escaped a kidnapper with a gun. Right? Turns out she made the whole thing up. The real story is she agreed to drop a guy off somewhere if he paid her cash. And then he didn't have any money, so she decided to get him arrested. Now she's facing charges for filing a false uh, police report. Oh. Hey, come on, wow. Good to each other. Yeah. <laughs> with several bags so i had both the front passenger and driver door open i noticed a man come running towards me he got in the passenger side and closed it's pat from saturday night live (laughs) he's over here get in your car and go i am gonna get a dash cam i was panicked but i was able to (laughs) i was able to after that, I, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a podcast about leather. <laughs> I don't know. All right, there you go. I'm going to wrap it up right there, folks. There you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> want to get everybody's attention yes yeah thanks for checking in everybody are we partying well yeah somebody asked me uh i went to a radio convention a couple weeks ago and they're like so you know describe describe your show and i'm like man every day is a friday yeah every day is a friday on our show especially on tuesday especially on tuesday yeah that's when we need it the most my name is Fitz. Thank you so much for checking out the show. There's Drew, Claire, and Ryder the Youngin. I have a goal. My goal is for you to get to know us a little bit more every single day. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. I really hope that you like us. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. So uh, I'm just going to ask a question, and I want you to respond. And that way, everybody will get to know us just a little bit better, okay? What was the best decade for music? The best decade for music. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kick it off. My name is Fitz. I was a baby of the 80s, so I got to really experience all that. But I think the best decade was like the 50s. I think that um, if I like lived in a previous life, I think I lived in the 50s and 60s and like going to the sock hops and you know wearing the letter jackets and going to the prom with Betty Sue and... And all that good stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? The 50s and 60s, I just think that was a classic time for, for music. What about you, Drew? Well, I hear your 50s, and I'm going to raise you a decade. I'll I'm saying it. the 60s. Okay, are why is the that? Best because that's when music really blossomed. Like, American music, rock and roll, that sort of thing really came into its own. It became like a voice of the people. Where in the 50s, it was still pretty bubblegum. It was still pretty like approved by the parents, even though the parents didn't necessarily love it. When it got to the 60s, it was the young people taking over, and music really changed, especially as you got later in that decade. I mean, but think I think that could be that, that could be out. said for any decade, though. I mean, this is uh, all these are opinions, like right? You but, know what I mean? Well, okay. I'll, in one word, the Beatles. Yeah, one band, I guess. Is yeah, it. yeah, the yeah. Beatles really basically brought it alive and elvis yeah. really got his big elvis was the king in the 60s as well beatles ripped off the king they did the king did it first that's don't debate. you huh? that's a debate how I dare know. you say the beatles they could were actually even playing a, different the beatles don't even compare to elvis they couldn't even stay together the beatles they only were together for three years <laughs> Elvis is one guy of course he couldn't break up couldn't break up with himself elvis's band stayed with him for years yeah that's good until he died the thumb of the colonel tom parker he basically owned hey, everyone's life don't you bring the colonel into this <laughs> You just, a, defended a, you just defended a bunch of Brits over Elvis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, Claire, what about you? Uh, uh, as we get to know you, what's the best decade for music? Uh, this is tough. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the 90s just because that's when, I mean, 70s and 80s, obviously I was listening to music a lot, and I love me my 80s station. But the 90s to me was, first of all, Nirvana. Grunge, oh, all man. of that, that whole sound, whether you're Pearl Jam or Soundgarden or, or you know, Temple of the Dog, what, whatever you were into. I was going to say Boys to Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's, that's, that, that's where I'm going. 
<laughs> that's where I'm going. Yes. Is you had that whole segment there, and yeah. you had boy bands. So there was something yeah. for everybody, like music. You had boy bands, and you had like the really good rap and hip hop. Nice. Like before mm. it got all raunchy and whatever. Yeah. Like cameo back, word up. Yeah, the late '80s and through the '90s, that was really good rap. Should I get down? And, good Lord, baby got it bumping all over town. And let us not forget '90s country. There is some You're right. classic Jody stuff Messina, back there. Right. You got Jody Messina. Got Brooks. Brooks. Martina Vince McBride. Gill, Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks blew Martina, up in the 90s. All that. Brian White. I say the <laughs> 90s. Right of the youngin. Oh, uh, actually, Brian White was huge in the early 90s country singer. Really? Huge. Yeah, had a couple of number ones. Go ahead. I think you guys are going to be surprised. I'm going to tell you that the 70s were the best uh, era of music because not only did a bunch of bands kind of come into their own in the 70s, like Led Zeppelin started in 68, but a lot of their amazing songs came out in the 70s. And then, of course, Punk rock, yes, which absolutely. I absolutely love because it was a chance for people to come out and say, you know what, music's whatever you want it to be, like Black Flag, The Ramones, Dead Kennedys. Come on, you know you're all about disco. Absolutely, that's why you're picking Dang. the seventies. Yeah, I did love disco. Yeah, come on, Bee Gees. Is that the Bee Gees? That's no, not that's the Bee Gees. Punk. Punk. Yeah. Punk, though. <laughs> but it is the seventies, so we'll give it to you. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Like, what was the best decade for music, country, whatever? You pick right now. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. We can't deny it. 2020 is coming. We are... So close to 2020, only got a couple more weeks left, which means it's time to bring up uh, sort of a uh, an ancient debate. When does the new decade actually start officially? Oh. 64% of people say the new decade starts on January 1st, 2020 and ends on December 31st, 2029. Then there's a group of people who say, well, no, it starts on January 1st, 2021 and ends on December 31st, 2030. Yeah, those people say that if it's a hundred year time span, you have to finish that hundredth year. So you're is, saying we can't we can't start the new decade until twenty twenty one? Depends on which camp you're in. Mm. Well, what camp are you in? I'm in the it starts now. It, it when the when the calendar flips over, we really care about that number on the yeah. calendar. So yeah, it start it starts in this year of twenty twenty, big election year, you think you'll be wearing the color red more or the color blue more? Well, I think when it comes to the dates and the calendars, um, No, I'm talking about politics though. Well you what know, color are you gonna wear? I'm gonna wear a lot of white this year. I think it's a very <laughs> white, bright year. Smart. It's it's Smart. a very you know, it's a new year, fresh start, like yeah. clean sheet kind of thing. It's an independent year, right? Yeah. What's your favorite kind of snow cone? If you had a choice to choose between a blue snow cone and a red one, what are you choosing? Oh, I'm I'm stepping past that stand because I love lime green. <laughs> so you're in the green party. They don't have my flavor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'd love to hear from you. Does the next decade start in 2020 or 2021? I'm gonna be. This is gonna be messing me up all day long. All right, Drew. What about you? Choose your news. Well, before we start that next decade, we've got to get through Christmas, and that means gifts. And a lot of people are buying TVs. You know, big screen TVs, flat screens. have got are they so like cheap. pretty cheap right They're now? Super cheap. Oh, yeah. Compared to but we know to, a lot yeah. of people buy them for themselves. So how do you size? A TV appropriately for your living space because you got so many choices out there. Well, there's a very quick equation they put out. It's very simple. You take the viewing distance, so from your couch to the TV, you divide it by two. That's how many inches of television you should buy. So don't buy a 65 inch if you've only got 45 inches worth of space. And why oh, this is a come great on, clue, you don't know how my people do it, about Drew. From your eyeball to the wall. Yeah. So from your eyeball to the wall, you take that distance, divide it by two. That's your appropriate okay. size. Because if you get too big of a TV, you'll that's be seeing the pixels. Complicated. Drew, my people, my hometown of Bowie, Texas, they have a 95-inch big screen TV, and they're double wide. And they're looking at the pixels on the screen. And they you love know? it. They, when, when someone passes the football, they have to move their neck to watch it oh, go Oh, they're okay field. with that? My people are okay with that. All right. Yeah, you like you need to quit telling us what sort of TV we need, we need to buy. I'm just telling you how to maximize your viewing enjoyment. Uh, By feeling like you're actually there with the biggest TV screen yeah. possible. You maximize your own enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, what about you? Choose your news. On Saturday, Joe Burrow, the quarterback from LSU, won the Heisman yes. Trophy. Yep. Uh, really outstanding kid in terms of his play. And he made an impassioned speech about raising himself up from the poverty of his hometown of Athens, Ohio. Well, people were so moved by basically his message to children that you can do it and that anybody who comes from anywhere, if you just work hard enough, you can do it, even though you have to rise out of this poverty, uh, that someone created a fundraiser for the Athens County Food Bank. 
And they said, based on Joe, we sure would love if people would help us raise $50,000. As of right now, they've raised about $200,000. There you go. All because this kid took the time to talk about where he came from as well as where he's going. Never forget where you came from. There's so much good in people out there. I know it. So much good, Drew. Why can't you just put a little bit of that out there? I don't know. I'm over here talking about how big of a TV you should buy, and she's talking about giving to others. I feel terrible now. Yeah. All right, Ryder the Youngin, uh, choose your news. Well, everybody knows that I'm kind of nerdy. Yes, you are. Kind of, I mean very. Yeah. Uh, you mean every, every story during Choose Your News is about Batman or cell phones or like the or new Star app. Wars? Yeah. We're cool with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, I want to prove to you guys that I'm not the only nerd in this room. Okay. There is another nerd here, and his name is Drew. Okay. All right. Okay. Drew, guess what? What? Rick and Morty, we were told that they were only going to get five episodes this season. Mm-hmm. Well, they just announced because they lost one of their producers, but now they announced that later on in 2020, uh-huh. we're getting five more new episodes. Sweet. I'm in. Dang. Drew loves more Rick and Morty. Some, Drew loves and some Rick and Morty. Not you too. Holidays made or what? Oh, yeah. That's all I needed for Christmas. I don't know if I've ever watched one Rick and Morty episode ever. <gasps> oh, we're going to yeah. change that. <laughs> it, might <laughs> be the, it might be the smartest show on TV. Yeah. All right. Hands down. Fitz happens. Live. Live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, did you guys hear that humans are apparently only supposed to live to the age of 38 years old? I was preparing the show today, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, that's pretty petrifying. Natural human lifespan is only supposed to be 38 years. It's now been doubled thanks to, like, you know, modern living standards and, and medicine but that's kind of freaky we're supposed to be out of here by 38 i think even when things were rough when we were like hand to mouth like digging our food off the side of rocks i think we were living longer than 38 no, we came up with those not true. i don't no. think so no. i think 40 was like like nobody lived to 40 like you you were an old wise man at the age of 40 years old yeah 40 year old 40 year old yeah you were also yeah. only four foot ten <laughs> That's a good point. I'm just saying. Evolution caught up. When did you guys start like feeling that that your body is changing? Like when when were you like, okay, something's going on here? I know there's an extra creek here. There's an there's an extra little sound. There's an extra pop here. There's an extra pain here. When did that begin for you? See, I thought you were talking about puberty for a second. From the other <laughs> side. Oh, wow. Uh, Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> Dang, writer. The real one I realized I was getting older was probably about. 25 actually wasn't that like that's where I was like <laughs> oh my goodness I was eating food and then I was like the weight was staying on and then like if, but you just said you, back, you realized you were getting older when you were 25 yeah like, that's, <laughs> that's crazy like, well that's where it hit me like I was like <laughs> I man you're still you know in what? puberty at 25 well, it's because you know what it is it's like as soon as when you're growing up and you're not like you're not 25 yet you almost feel like you're immortal like you're I'm gonna live forever that is true and then you mm-hmm. hit that age and you're like oh my oh, god no, I'm gonna die someday I'm gonna die someday it's very scary isn't it yeah yeah you sit yep. there and think about it all night, and you wonder where all the anxiety comes from. Uh, Claire, when did you when did you kind of realize ah, I'm not as good as I once was? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, about 38, and I'll tell you exactly when it was. Uh, I uh, it had been a long time since I'd done anything particularly athletic, and I signed up for a like a one of those like a softball, you know, like kind of put down your beer and catch the ball kind of leagues. <laughs> okay. but still, you have to be able to do stuff uh-huh. like adult and, kickball. Uh, Right, like adult, oh, yeah. adult kickball, but with softball. I love that. And uh, I, I'd always played first base, and they were like, well, we have a first base. Can you play third base? And I'm like, sure. And they're like, can you throw the ball from third to first? And I'm like, of course I can. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I threw the ball like maybe 15 feet. Threw and I'm out. like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's, I'm done. It's yeah. time. 38, you were saying 38? Yeah, I think that was it for me. Interesting. Glory days. Glory days. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Hey, uh, when did you realize you're not as good as you once was? <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. For me, a long time ago, I, I used to do some stuff with Fox, and I went out to this uh, Nacho Libre Mexican wrestling place, and I got in there in the ring with those dudes, and first of all, I started sweating. I mean, I thought I was dying. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, and and, and I had to wear like TV appropriate clothes. So here I was wrestling with Nacho Libres in this you know button up shirt and jeans, and I'm sweating, and oh. I'm like, oh, what's going on here, you know? So I, I guess yeah, it might have been about. Well, see, I'm 39 plus two right now, right. so I was probably 37 or 38 yeah, too. Where I'm right like, there. something's not right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you guys are scaring me because I just said 25, so that means everything's downhill from here. Yep, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> You're scaring me because you said you started to feel old at 25. Yeah. 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 That's a reality set in, man. The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. 
Hey, welcome back to the show. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, keep it on, and lock it in. That's it. That's what makes you a P1. You have to set this show as the number one preset on your radio. See? See that number one preset in front of you on your radio, right, Drew? That's right. That's all it takes to be a P1. It's not tough. It's not difficult to enter, and you don't have to ask anyone or know anybody. All you've got to do is lock in this show on your number one preset. You know, we just had a big football weekend. Do you guys admire players who try to push it to the very end and, and play as long as they can? You know, people like t- <laughs> you know people like Tom Brady, <laughs> or uh, you know, people like let's say Brett Favre, <laughs> who has announced recently that he's thinking about playing again. Get out! I'm not even kidding. What? Did- did he not see what happened to, to Drew over the weekend? Yeah. He said when Colts quarterback Andrew Luck retired that his phone started ringing with his family and friends joking that, hey, maybe it's time to suit up again. Right? Mm. Check this out. I have some, uh, some audio. But I have a lot of friends and family, you know, hey, the Colts could use you. No, they, they couldn't use me. I, 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 I squashed that very quickly. Interesting. Uh... It's really comical at this point because, look, I'll be 50 in four weeks, and I've been far enough removed from football that I can't even believe people would think that I would consider coming back. You know, maybe at 41, 42, you could make a valid argument that I could play. But, man, I had been hit. I I slip off the couch, and the next day I can't even walk anymore. I I just kind of get a laugh out of it. Wow. I didn't know he wasn't quite 50 yet. I thought he was – I was guessing he was like 52, 53. That's what happens when you have to outrun like 240 pound dudes coming at yeah. you in a straight line. <laughs> and see, he was. <laughs> and I'm not. I, and listen, I know the quarterback position. That's a hard position. But back back in his day, mm-hmm. I mean, that's when the quarterbacks did not have the protection that no. they have today. Not I at mean, quarterbacks all. are really protected. The, the, you today. mean the rule yeah. protection? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The rules, the gear, everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, when they got hit, they got concussed. They got Ooh. hit. And you know the medical definition of a concussion. Is basically basically anytime uh, like you know when growing up playing football and you'd clamp your heads together and you'd have that kind of seeing stars. Yeah. Medically, that is considered a, a slight concussion. So even those little things like that, those normal hits in football practice, obviously take it take its toll. And I, I saw an interview with uh, uh, Brett Favre, you know, just the other day, and he was talking about that. He says, "Listen, you know, with CTE and all the the, the stuff they found out about that horrible disease, he's like." If it happens, it happens. He said, I'm just trying to live every single day. He said, I feel pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. It's got to be tough not to worry about that kind of stuff, right? It does. You're yeah. always kind of lingering and, and, you know, that thought is lingering in your in your head. Is it, yeah. is, is that going to happen? But I, I think Brett, Brett seems like he's in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he's probably okay. And that just may be luck of the draw. That yeah. may be literally your it may the be physiology the of your brain pan, and, you know, right. that, that well, and was And the fact that he was a quarterback it. his entire career. So, I mean, yeah. they get hit, but he not knew. nearly as much as linemen, the linemen running, backs, running backs, or receivers yeah. Yeah. get hit all the time. Yeah. I know, but we're talking about impact. Like when a quarterback gets hit, right. a guy or, or a defensive right. guy has a chance. Right. Oh, that's a lot of speed he, running right. towards but yeah. it's a numbers It's game. not if, a normal get, lineman thing. But if you get hit, uh, you know, a, uh, two dozen times yeah. in a season, that's less than a guy who gets hit mm-hmm. five dozen times in a season I, or more. I got to tell you, the thing that scares me more right now in football, well, as much, is this new this new thing the running backs are doing where they're trying to leap over people on a run. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so dangerous. And the ones that like, okay. It's not really anything you, new, though. No, I know, but it's it's been worse in the last few years. It's kind yeah. of a showboating thing. Yeah. And they're making it. Like, they're landing on their feet or they're flipping in such a way that they're, they're okay. They're incredible athletes. But now. somebody is going to get very seriously hurt doing that. Yeah, they're also trying accident, to be stars yeah. on YouTube doing that yeah. stuff, too. Everybody's performing it. for social media, even the yeah. athletes. But you see these guys, it, yeah. the way they're yeah. training now with the box jumps and stuff. Yeah. They were doing a lot of that, but now they're just like taking it to such a level. Like, the science of the training is so amazing now. They can they can leap Six feet in the air. Yeah, the right. Athlete science. Yeah. But when you don't land that, you wonder what, exactly. what's going to happen. You might be yeah. able to leap six feet in the air, but you don't know what the guy underneath you is going to do to your foot or your arm that's yeah. going to make you land on your head. It's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Taylor Swift is not letting up the gas on Scooter Braun since the day it all went down with her music catalog no longer belonging to her. She has just been on a rampage against Scooter. And this time she went off at the Billboard Awards while she was getting an award as Artist of the Decade. And of course, Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. 
I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it though. And let me just say that the definition of the toxic male privilege in our industry is people saying, but he's always been nice to me when I'm raising valid concerns about artists and their rights to own their music. And of course he's nice to you. If you're in this room, you have something he needs. Whoa! Oh, wow. No, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> now, if, if I'm going back and dissecting that, what, what really jumped out at me was it toxic male privilege? Toxic mm-hmm. male privilege. Man, that hurts. Right. Yeah. Man, I feel like she's coming after all the dudes. It yeah. sounds like she is. <laughs> I, but but Tay Tay, I love you. I love Queen T. Yeah. She, she knows that. She does have a point though with this concept of but he's always been nice to me because he needs something yeah. from you. She's right about that. Well, Maybe you're right. not There's... in her case, but in general, you do have to watch out for that. But here's the thing. She's got millions of dollars. Mm. Millions of dollars. And, yeah. and I, 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 did, did you did you see how she wrapped up the, the speech? No. Oh, check this out. And as for me, lately I've been focusing less on doing what they say I can't do and more on doing whatever the hell I want. Wow. Hey. He's swifty. I don't know. Get it, get it, Queen T. Yeah. She's letting them have it. She oh, gotta sh- be careful. She's gonna become Kanye West pretty soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. But see, that's easy to do. That's easy to say, I'm gonna do whatever I want. When right. you have like almost a billion dollars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you could yeah. tell anybody to stick it where the sun don't right. shine when you have a certain amount of money. Right. You know, you true yeah. that. As long as she got her fan base, she can she yeah. can do whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah. Bachelorette runner-up Tyler Cameron has totally scrubbed Alabama Hannah Brown from his Instagram, like she uh. never existed. Tyler finished second on the show. Hannah dumped him for winner Jed, but then she dumped Jed like five seconds later and hooked up with Tyler when the show was over. But then Tyler started hooking up with Gigi Hadid. When everything was fine, and now here we are a month later, and all of a sudden... It's all boom. part of the setup. Yeah. Because what are we doing? We're talking about him not following her or, or cutting her out completely on social media. We're like, oh, what's happening? Because we just saw in the trailer for The Bachelor, or Bachelorette, that she comes back. She comes back. Oh. Right. So now he, he Peter, quits following pilot, her. Right. This is just to create suspense, I think. You think it's just to create buzz? Yeah. Yeah. It, it has to be, because his excuse is that he says he wants all that stuff in the past now. But you know what? That made him. It's never going in the past. Oh, right. Everybody who says... I want that in the past. There's going to be too much drama between all the other bachelorettes and, totally. and Alabama Hannah. They'll probably bring Tyler back for all we know. Yeah, possibility. Oh. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz Show. Yes, they do. I know they do. Yes, if you're just tuning in, we're having court right now. We're having an off-air conversation a couple minutes ago. Uh, the past couple of days, I don't know, I... My, my wife and I, Bethany, the mouth from the South, we were having a conversation about women having plan B guys. Do <laughs> Is that true? Do women always have a, a plan B? There's I mean, no way whatever there's floats a... your boat, is there always a, a plan B? <laughs> is there always a plan B around? Like if something oh, happens in a relationship. This is horrible, but yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I refuse to believe there's always See, a plan B. Like, it, I told maybe you, this kind of woman, that kind of woman, but it can't always right. be every woman. Yes. Uh, all right, Claire, tell me the importance of always having a plan B. You know what? It, it for my plan B, it, blushing, it was early. I am. It was early. It started in my like my early twenties, and and my my college roommate, my best friend Jeffrey, the father of my cats. Um, <laughs> we both said that if we got to the age forty, which in those days was a million years away, oh my goodness. and neither of us were married, that we would marry each other. Wow! Just like in the that, movies. Just like that in the always. Movies. Happens in the movie, yes, yeah, and then just like in the movie. Within a couple of years of that, we both found somebody, and we're both since on to other things. But uh-huh. we often remind ourselves of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I know a lot of chicks with Plan Bs. You know, I was having that conversation with Bethany because I'm like, listen, if something ever happens to me, you know, there's not going to be anybody else getting my life insurance. I will tell you that straight <laughs> up. So when I go, my, my, you know, hopefully my wife is like going to do a better dig. Hopefully she's thing. in the passenger seat yeah. next to you. <laughs> I mean, hopefully she won't be able to make it without me. Oh my gosh, she's getting. So you're expecting her to throw herself on the casket, wailing, and say, "Put me in with him." Of course, (laughs) and that's the way it has to be. Nobody. But my wife and kids are getting my life insurance money and, 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 yeah. and what I've worked hard for. I refuse. There might not be another man or anything around. Ever. 
Isn't that kind of cruel? Like you're, Absolutely you're, you're basically not. telling her she'd never have happiness again if you yes, pass. Yes, that's suddenly. exactly what I'm saying. You want no, the she money, can, you wow. can't be happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> she can never have money again. She got plenty of happiness. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so being with you is a life sentence. They always say the first time for money, the second time for love. So hey, there you go. It is a life sentence. Love is love is life. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. <laughs> Who's going to stop her once you're gone? Oh, <laughs> no. You. That's where you oh, come man. in. You've been. <laughs> you will <laughs> obey <chosen>. my wishes. <laughs> I was picturing me as evil Patrick Swayze coming back from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that too. I will straight up watch her and we'll make pottery <laughs> together while she sleeps. Yep. <laughs> what? Um, you know, like that movie Ghost? While she sleeps? Well, maybe not while she's sleeping. <laughs> All right, do women actually have a plan B? Uh, we'd love to hear from you wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, or on the app. Fits happens live. <laughs> Fits happens. It's, it's the Fit Show. So anyway, uh, if you're just tuning in, I was having a conversation um, with, with the crew. I, I really believe that women always have a plan B guy. Like if, if, if somebody's significant other, significant other kicks the bucket or something like that, is it true that women always have a plan B? Claire from the show says yes. Mm-hmm. I know several women, including myself, that have had a plan B. Doesn't mean I'll enact it, but... It just there. really hurts my heart, though, to think I'm sorry. That, wait a minute. Are we talking about the same thing? No one wants to be alone. Is, plan B is after your significant other dies, or is plan B just like in case you get sick of them? Both. You both. got a backup plan. Both. There's always right. a backup. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Right. There's always a backup. You end up yeah. single and lonely, boom. Plan B, what's up to? And I know ladies always have to have a plan B because my wife's friends have said that when one of their friends or somebody in their circle is single, that guys start flooding and sliding into their DMs like crazy, like uh-huh. vultures. Oh, are we it, really that way? Yes. Yes, we're terrible. We yeah. are a terrible, terrible gender in that regard. Uh, do women actually have a plan B guy? Amy, what do you think? I don't necessarily have a plan B, but at the same time, you're always kind of paying attention and, and choosing certain things and seeing different people that you meet and kind of deciding if something weren't to work out, could you be with that person? Oh, that is straight mm. up dirty scandalous. That is scandalous <laughs> behavior, Amy. What? At least you had a soft sell on it. Yeah. Veronica, what about you? No, but I'm certain for the plan A, but I've got the plan B in my back pocket. <laughs> Ah, excuse me. So what she said was no, but yes. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Hey, Carrie, do women actually have a plan B guy? I have a plan A, or I did have a plan A. Then I started dating my plan B after I broke up with my plan A. And now I still kind of have a plan B because it's still out there. (laughs) Wow, so even when you're on plan B, another plan B forms. (laughs) Right, which is not plan C. C. Sounds like an algebra Plan B. test. Point two. <laughs> this is starting to sound like an equation. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Yes, I think I am going to bring it back again. I know, I know, I, I know you, you're looking at me like... You probably think I'm going to play Christmas shoes or something right now. No, I'm not going to play Christmas shoes. Is my cringe shoes. like giving that away? I think it is. It's the good stuff. So I'm going to uh, listen. I'm very excited. It's not. I'm not going to play Christmas shoes. But remember, you know, just days ago when I told you about that 83 year old guy in Texas. Yeah. And oh. his only goal in life was just get to you know have his song heard on the radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah he recorded yeah. a song 54 years ago. And it's gone viral. Now there's radio stations all over the country. I played it for you not too long ago. Yeah. Can I tell you, when yeah. we played that last week, I think Tuesday or Wednesday last People week. People loved it. Mm-hmm. People loved oh it. Gosh. We were getting a ton of requests. People were asking where they could find it. We were yeah. sending out the YouTube link on the text line like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I linked it in YouTube. I've been listening to it because I love the song. <laughs> you must be referring to Christmas is here. Yes. 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 Yeah. You know, he's an old man. Mm-hmm. He deserves to have his dream come true. He does. Yes. Amen. He's going to hear about it that, that we're playing it right now. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Let's see this one. Oh, oh, oh. Coming down the chimney with the sack full of toys, girls and boys. Find on Christmas morning, worked all year to bring them cheer. I can't believe that Christmas is here. Oh, 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 he, he, he. Coming down the chimney with the sack full of toys, girls and boys. Find on Christmas morning. 
He's 83 years old and his dream is coming true. Never give up on that dream. Oh, wow. He said, you know what I mean? He wrote that song for his kids back in the 50s. It's kind of like Harry Potter. Remember, she, the, the woman who wrote Harry Potter just wrote those stories for her yeah. kids. Right. Jake Harry Potter. I yeah. wish him some Harry Potter success. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. That be yeah. I mean, he's going to be a star of country music. It's 83-year-old Johnny Godnison. And then there's Luke Combs. And then there's, you know, mm-hmm. Thomas Rhett, <laughs> Kane Brown, and this guy. I can't believe that That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Uh, I love getting all your messages at facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, I received one, and this, this really grabbed my attention because my mother's a school teacher. Um, so anytime a teacher writes, and I, always, I, I want to see what's going on. She says, hey, Fitz, wanted to share something with you. At the end of last year, I noticed that one of the teachers at my school had a very provocative picture up on Facebook. It was a professional modeling picture with her in a tiny bikini leaning backwards over a fountain. The problem here is I'm not her friend on Facebook. So if I could see it, parents and students can see it. I figured I'd let it go since it was the end of the year. Yet we've started up school again. And there it is. Another sexy professional modeling picture. This time commemorating the beginning of school in a tiny schoolgirl outfit. I try to stay out of people's business, but she teaches sixth graders. Should I squeal, drop a copy of her profile around the office, or am I just being an example of a beep? Um, Okay. Hey, I'd love for uh, uh, our P1 listening family to chime in on this. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, in a way, I think if it's on her, her personal page, it is straight up her business. Yeah. If she wants to sit there in a little bikini or whatever, well, my kids, you know what? They had a uh, uh, one of their teachers was a fitness model, and it was the big rumor around school, and all the kids found her her fitness modeling pictures. And I'm like, she deserves to have her private life as well, right? 100. percent Yeah. Those okay. teachers no, no, don't. No man, social media has kind of changed the game on this. First of all, the kids aren't on Facebook; they're on a million other things. Yeah. But the parents are. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, First Amendment. It gives you the right to not be arrested, but it does not protect you from the consequences right. of your job. Uh-huh. And if the school deems those pictures inappropriate, it could be a problem. Right. I, I, but my gosh, it's just a picture of her and, and her. Well, maybe the schoolgirl outfit was exactly. a little crazy. I was That's ready to defend her passing. with the bikini because yeah. she's yeah. allowed to go to the beach in the summer. Right. But when she did the schoolgirl outfit, that's obviously pointed in a very particular direction. That one's over the line. But I think what people need to do, what this person who wrote in needs to do, is go talk to her first. There's yes. not enough of that going on. People are reporting it or mm-hmm. ratting someone out or sending a complaint. Go talk to the person first and explain girl, your concern. What if she's jealous of itsy bitsy teeny weeny bikini? See? And she's going to try to get it's her fired because she was in a bikini picture. Yeah, the schoolgirl outfit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. Well, I mean, Britney Spears did a video like that. Britney Spears is not a school teacher. She's not teaching sixth grade. How right. do you know? <laughs> Have you heard her speak? If She's anything, not teaching she, anyone's kids anything. Yeah, Britney no Spears kidding. is going to be a greeter at Walmart before she does anything. <laughs> How dare you say that about Brit Brit? I love oh, Brit Brit. Okay. No. Uh, all right. Interesting situation. Somebody's like, hey, Fitz, can you post the picture on, the, on your Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> See, text in. What's her name? Her. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't they deserve, don't teachers deserve to have their... So does she have to set all of her Facebook stuff to private in order for her to just post a picture of her in a bikini? Or? I think it'd be smart for her career. Yeah. She yeah. also might want to use a different name. That would be My that would gosh. be a big thing. Yeah, get a fan page. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, get a fan page. Teachers don't make that much anyways. If she's making good money off the modeling, <laughs> I say stay with it. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now back to more Fits. Fits it happens live. Live. F I T with a Z. Uh, but if you're just tuning in, I received a message on my Facebook page from. From a concerned teacher, um, to sum up the message, basically, she's trying to figure out what to do because at the end of the school year last year, there was a teacher who had a provocative photo on her Facebook page, mm-hmm. on her private Facebook page. And I guess she was wearing a little bikini. And I guess uh, the individual who sent me this message didn't like the picture of the teacher in a itty bitty teeny weeny bikini. <laughs> uh, but then apparently, and which I, I, I was okay with, I think a teacher should be able to post. A picture of themselves in a bikini if they want to. Yeah, it's swimwear. You yeah. can go to the beach. That's your right. 
But then apparently the teacher went a little far. She posted a picture and she was like in a little school uh, schoolgirl outfit. Mm-hmm. Now that's saying something directly. What do you mean? I mean that that's intentionally yeah. meant to elicit a response. Yeah. So right. she's trying to figure out if she should report this now. Uh, I thought this was interesting. Somebody just texted in, hey, Fitz, my husband is a teacher and he completely deleted his Facebook because of his students. They were stalking him, found his address. They would show up occasionally. That is mm-hmm. insane. Ooh, no way. Andrew, what's yes, up? Yes, sir. So my two cents on this is that I actually almost got fired from my job for doing a video on YouTube. And as well as if you actually say where you work on Facebook, get rid of that so no one can really like find out who you are. But if someone literally looks up you by name on Facebook, that's kind of creepy stalkerish in my opinion. Well, what did you, what was it, what kind of video did you post on YouTube? I was in a view with my grandma smoking marijuana and my company doesn't uh, basically legalize that because it's not nationally legal yet. Well, dude, I would love to check out that video. (laughs) (laughs) Four million views. You can't miss it. (laughs) Four million views? Holy smokes. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, too. Getting granny with it? That's you? Yeah. Yes. You got to watch what you do on the internet. I wonder if that's in the contract, too. Is there a teacher's contract that you signed saying There's like a morals-ish kind of clause, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested in seeing how the morals clause has been updated for 2019 with with all the social media stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. Alfred, uh, your thoughts on this, my friend? Um, I think people are too sensitive in that, you know, like Andrew said, as long as it doesn't say where she works, she should be fine. She should have her own page and and does whatever she needs to do. I I, I see no problem in it. I have kids of my own, and I don't see it concerning. Yeah. Hmm. So... Yeah, I'm wondering if I if I saw like my kid's teacher like in a bikini on their Facebook page, would I? I probably show up to hey. more PTA meetings. <laughs> <laughs> you talked me into it. Uh, Drew, any more of these texts you want to get to real quick? Uh, uh, there's a pretty good amount of people saying, "Mind your business." Uh, there's oh, others yeah. saying, "Remember the song Hot for Teacher" by Van Halen, <laughs> yeah. and someone says, "Right away, register for the sixth grade again." Uh huh. <laughs> I think what we've all learned is, I mean, you have to watch. What you post on social media, no matter yes. what you do for a living. A lot of people reminding you to, um, you know, check your privacy settings. But the irony there is sometimes you need a kid to help you figure out how to do the privacy <laughs> settings. <laughs> right, yeah. that's true. <laughs> F-I-T with a Z. It's the Fit Show. F-I-T with a Z. Fit happens. Live. Her tongue comes out. Her butt goes round. Twerk away. Twerk away. That mic and grinds them buds. Wiggle that booty till her twerk is done. What's the problem? Why? <laughs> so silly. Twerk away. Twerk away. You know what the problem is? I will always see Hannah Montana. I don't yeah, want to see that I little agree. girl doing that thing. I know, and she and she's a twerker. Yeah. It's what that's what ruined her marriage. I know it. Well, she twerked too career. much. Yeah. She got all that talent, but that's the only thing she's going to be ever. But known what talent for. did she really have? She I never thought sing. she was a great singer. Anyway, she can sing. Did you think she she was a good singer? I that's used to think she was no. Okay. I used to think no, but then mm-hmm. I listened to some other stuff and I thought she has a very unique voice. That sort of gravelly low it's voice. Gravelly and she can and, sing. That and is brassy. True. It's strong. I've heard her do subtly. She's got it all there, but she doesn't care about that. She just wants to be twerky twerker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's okay. in it for the fame. Yeah. She's in it to be famous, and oh, it doesn't yeah. matter what it takes to do. Right. I mean, yeah, going back with Miley and the sticking her tongue out. Remember, that's where it started, and all the little kids' award shows, she'd be sticking her tongue out. I'm like, come on. this. We want to see Hannah. Where's Hannah Montana? Well, I know it. There we want a mature the, Hannah Montana. Remember that particular performance? It was on one of those MTV Awards or something when she was out there with uh, Robin Thicke's, uh, or Yeah, Robin Thicke. Yeah, Robin Thicke. You know you yeah. want And oh, yeah. she was- yeah. Wearing some latex get up and grinding yeah. up on him oh, with yeah, the tongue and the twerking and everyone it, it, at that moment America collectively went like ew yeah, yeah but and, every <laughs> and he should have known better yeah Robin well, Dick? He, actually you know what he doesn't know no better he definitely Robin. does not know better he, he was blindsided by it too he was kind of on stage going oh this is no what? this is not <laughs> Hannah Montana there is no such thing as blindsided on a television performance and you never know what's ever, gonna ever ever you saying it was all planned oh yeah are you trying to tell me that Justin Timberlake didn't know that Janet Jackson was going to do that during the Super Bowl are you kidding that moment had to be rehearsed oh, to yeah. get it just right yeah they don't you don't play the Super Bowl and go like hey I'm going to do something different right no. <laughs> I'm going to do something no different way. and the also the way 
story is how did he skate and she got in trouble. Right. That's Justin the, skated free. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it changed everything for radio and television. It's yeah. You know what I mean? As far as have, uh, having the delay. and Oh, it brought the walls down. It brought everything yeah. down. Yeah, it clamped Craziness. down everything. The FCC suddenly got very powerful after that. So yeah, thank no you, kidding. Miley and, and Janet Jackson. See what you've done? <laughs> you ruined the fun for everyone. The Fit Show. F-I-T was a Z. It's The Fit Show. Body. What's up? I'm on Instagram. Just search two words. Follow Fitz. Hello, there's Drew. There's Claire. Writer the Youngin. You know, I'm fascinated with this DNA stuff. I, I still have to do my uh, my ancestry thing. Send it in. Drew, did you send yours in? Have you got it back yet? I sent it in. I've not gotten it back okay. yet, but as soon as to... I sent it in, now I'm getting all their ad offers. So oh, see? I know <laughs> they've, got my, they've got my sample. In your email. <laughs> yep. But Claire, it reminds me uh, of a story uh, when you had Thanksgiving. You are in Savannah, Georgia. You were hanging out with, with your family. How did DNA play in your family's Thanksgiving. Check this out, you guys. Yes, uh, this is very interesting. So uh, my brother-in-law's family had, a couple of them had done one of those DNA tests, and there was a a gentleman in a neighboring state who'd also done the DNA test and uh, got a hit. And uh, <laughs> we got a ping. We got a we ping. Got a ping. <laughs> we got a ping, and yeah. he ended up contacting my. Let's call her my sister-in-law because it's you know a couple away. And sure enough, he was a a long lost brother from uh, uh, a let's just call it a a different relationship that their father had had. Oh okay, gosh. so wow. obviously they didn't know about that then. No, they wow. didn't know about that then. But so it's a great way to find now. out if you have any brothers or sisters. It sure is. <laughs> now, in the case of my family, it was fantastic. He's a wonderful guy, and he's uh, your he's your blood. He's blood. Yeah, wow. he's blood. Yeah, wow. and he came. Now this to was your dad. Uh, no, this would have been uh, <laughs> the uh, the in law family dad. The uh, my my uh, brother in law side of the family. Brother in law side of the family. Oh. Yeah. But still, but, uh, I mean, it's family. It's family. And you know what? In their view, is like, all right, we got another brother. There's like six of them already. Why not just sure. work another one over? They they thought it was really great to have this long lost person. So did they look alike in any way? Is there oh, any similarities? Yes. A thousand, not Interesting. Only, not only do they look alike, they like are alike. Yeah. Like they have the same, like how to- The mannerisms and How whatnot. they shoot wild hogs and what- kind of deer thing they do and wow. hunt, all that stuff. They so have it's a slow s- transition. And, and how, yeah. how, how is the, the new the new guy, sort of the loner DNA dude, how's, how's he handling the transition with he, his new family? He's doing great. He's been, his, his wife and kids come. Everybody oh, gets along I love great. That. So it's cool. like having wow. a whole, whole new family member. Just, you know, in the back of your head, you're like, huh. I, but you know what? Who cares? It's family, right? I had, my, yeah. I, I had this uh, a buddy in Houston named Phoenix uh-huh. who just found out who his real dad was, how he got a ping. Mm-hmm. Got a ping. Oh my gosh. And his dad was searching for him too. And it turns out the mom had sort of, you know, taken off with but crazy stuff. Yeah, my, it's amazing. He found his real dad. Found his yeah. real dad. Wow. Yeah. My sister's been doing our family genealogy and she did the ancestry.com with the the DNA thing and she solved my sister solved a mystery that was over a hundred years old using DNA. Finally <laughs> figured out who your mother was. Actually wow. our, <laughs> oh our great great grandmother i guess yeah so long story short there was a birth back turn of before the last turn of the century right. so in the mm-hmm. late 1800s and the the father in this relationship swore up and down it wasn't his kid and so he made the mother give up this daughter for adoption and she never knew who her family was and all these years she lived not knowing who her family was and her family was still searching for the piece of that puzzle and when my sister submitted her sample it connected it was always his kid the whole time Oh my and god. And he sat there and denied it. He denied it. He uh, he put this kid out into an adoption and it was his the whole time. Wow. Yeah. That's really sad, Drew. Mm-hmm. That's really, really sad. Merry Christmas. You know, it, yeah. <laughs> he connected a family. It's a thing it of joy. Up happy. It just yeah. was sad at yeah. the time. Hundred years ago people were rude, you know. So this is kind of the same <laughs> stuff that Mari Povich was doing. The same sort of test he was doing years ago, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sort of knocked Mari Povich out of business. Yeah, you are the father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We straight up know you're the father, Jack. <laughs> 23, you can't deny me. (laughs) Now, it's the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, what are some of your simple pleasures? Like, what are some of your daily simple pleasures that you look forward to? Maybe they don't cost a lot of money. Maybe it costs a little bit of money, but just something simple that you love. I mean, Somebody was making fun of me over the weekend. They're like, do you really love going out, sitting in your truck whenever you have make business phone calls and phone calls and relax? I said, yes, either my truck or the bathroom. Yep. You know? 
I, it's, just such, it's, it's relaxing for me. It's when I can get on YouTube, and you have no idea how much I just really look forward to that that time. I will second the bathroom thing. I know it's yeah. kind of gross, but uh, I like to read magazines. And so, you know, that's your little time, five minutes, whatever, yeah. to sit there and read. Ma- I have magazines in the bathroom. That's the only place I will ever read a magazine. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you. I mean, real, are, do they still make magazines? Apparently. And they still <laughs> send them to me. So. Yes, they do. Why don't you just pull out your phone and get on get on an app or something? I'm kind of, I don't want to really touch my phone when I'm in the bathroom. Oh, that's oh yeah, Good that's point. the truth. You don't want to check the bacteria on that thing either. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to not go down that road. I don't want to introduce the phone into my routine in the bathroom. Claire, what do you find yourself on a daily basis just really looking forward to? My crossword puzzle. Yes. Every simple day. simple pleasure. Evening. The last thing I do in the evening before I go to bed is the New York Times Daily Cross or Sunday Crossword. Do you puzzle. always finish it? Always. And well, Claire, that is unbelievable. I'm on a streak now of three. I need, I haven't looked last night. Yes. I think I'm on 372 days now. Yes, that's day. amazing. That is really yeah, really cool. Every day I get it done without cheating. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh what? Yeah. Without cheating? Yeah, yeah. That's the only that's the only way the Apple track it is if you don't cheat it. If you cheat, if you look up answers, it will <gasps> it will it knows you. Yeah. Wow. You but see, that's new up. respect. That's yeah. really what it's all about. You know, finding that that one thing to look forward to. Like if you're if you're down in the dumps right now, see if, if you could just focus on something to look forward to during the day. Whether it's a crossword, whether it's sitting in your truck and that twenty <laughs> minutes away from the kids where you can get on YouTube for a second, or right or the young end. What what do you find yourself looking forward to all the time? Uh, for me, it's uh, usually it's uh, getting new comic books. Yes, I, I love reading into the stories and like it, it kind of takes you out of this world and lets you be in a new one. Hey, here's a question: Isn't there an app for that now? A comic book app where you can read the comics on an app? Oh yeah, yeah there's plenty of them. You got to the have the ink and the paper, right? Yeah, Isn't that part of the, the right? smell. And it's the all about supporting your local comic book shop, man. Uh-huh. You got to support that local comic book shop right out there in Federal Way. That's where I go. Yeah, <laughs> Action City Comics and Toys. What's up? What's up, Action? <laughs> Action City. <laughs> hey, here's here are the top five things that, that uh, all of us actually look forward to uh, uh, as far as simple pleasures are concerned. Holding hands with someone you love. Number four, buying new clothes. Number three, just going out and getting some ice cream. Number two that we all look forward to are our daily simple pleasures. Cooking your favorite meal. Mm-hmm. And number one, listening to your favorite music. Dot, mm. dot, dot. It says particularly fits... Wow. Number yeah. one, number one right simple there pleasure. In the yeah. National article. Yeah. Like, right? yeah, the National <laughs> article. <laughs> the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Real. Oh, oh, funny. What the heck is happening? The Fit Show. There's Drew. Right over there is Claire. There's Ryder the Young. And Drew was telling me uh, just days ago that he's noticed recently regarding his emails that he's getting flooded with massive massive amounts of emails and dude so am i yeah what so is much up? so to the point this is my personal email i'm talking about so much so i don't even i i, I barely want to check my email anymore and then there's the work email on top of that and at what point is it like okay enough is enough yeah i'm very uh fastidious about my email i, I like to get rid of all the junk right away when it comes out. i don't let it build up I know. I know you're not. Fixed. I have like seventy-two thousand emails. In I my, get anxiety in my just looking oh at that gosh. little bubble on your phone that says yeah. how many messages are in there. Me I can't either. handle it. I have handle. to have no bubble. Nothing. That's so every, weird. Everything no has alerts. to be no, dealt with. No kind of makes you guys a little yeah. OCD, doesn't a little bit. it? Yeah, uh-huh. a little bit. But what I've noticed because I keep it clean, I basically can recognize how many come in every single day. And on just any this last weekend, just over the weekend, I didn't check my email. One hundred junk mail messages. <gasps> See, that's on crazy. the number. It was all like Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It was like Christmas. So how do you get, how do you yeah. get rid of all that stuff? Well, is it my my? I have Outlook is what I use for that, and it, it does a good job of of quarantine. So it sends them to junk mail. I just go in there and I kind of quickly look through, make sure there's nothing that matters. Hit check all and block Wait. them. Well, at oh, least okay. all that's going to junk mail though. For the most part, it my, does a my, pretty good Mine's job. going straight to my main uh, Gmail. Yeah, you got to yeah. set up some more filters so or something. So Gmail has a filter. I do the same thing. I've got a pretty good spam filter on there. You have to occasionally check to see if anything important went mm-hmm. through. Then I have a thing that pulls the ads out, which is pretty impressive. Okay. Ooh, I don't have but, one of those. But I have. Yeah. I also have stuff that if ever there was something that was an ad that I pulled into my inbox because I wanted to follow up on it later, boom, those now go straight to the mm. inbox. So I'm, it only uh, does that once. Like I'll leave, I'll leave certain ones that you know, like the junk ones, like Viagra ones. I'll leave those. <laughs> You might need that. Yeah. Uh, Single yeah. Russian ladies yeah. looking for you. Exactly. Yeah. Single right. Russian brides right. yeah. always. Once I, I once I convince my wife. Yeah. I, ho- hopefully she'll get me that for Christmas. I was going to say, oh my God. REI for that's me, but if you're a single ones. Russian bride, that, that's your thing too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You guys don't have multiple email accounts? Well, yes. I got my personal email and work well, I mean, email, but I'm, yeah. get, oh. I'm getting flooded by all of them. And at what point, you yeah. know, hopefully our employer says, you know what? You're right. Enough is enough. Too many emails. It it really does sort of uh, uh, send stress. E- uh, when you see a lot of emails, it's quite stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Now, one thing you could do is have a 
this is going to sound even more stressful, but have a third email that you only give out to yep. things that ask for your email address. That's yeah. the trick. I have yeah. one of those. We, we do yeah. have a junk one too, but right. I, I just don't know how all these other ones are, are coming in. Yeah. Um, do you reply to work emails when you're not on the clock? Yes. I feel, in radio, you kind of have to. Yeah, I feel yeah. obligated to do a lot of them. Now, the yeah. the one that goes around that's like a hooray for everyone, I, I, I'm i kind of grinchy on those. I don't really, if I'm off work, I don't get on those. See, is it rude not to respond to emails you I receive feel, in work email? I feel like I'm being rude sometimes. I feel bad. I just don't respond to a lot of work email. See, when I get one of those like, oh, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd rather tell them in person, like, hey, do great job. Too. Like, good for you, man. I'm I proud will, of you. I will personally email them, but not reply to everybody, yes, which I know doesn't all. make you look as good in front of the boss. Like, the bot, if you want the boss to see that you reply to the good thing, that's one thing. But I don't want everybody, you don't need Your a thousand of those. Out. There's too many right. rules. I just think in this, in this day and age, with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, personal email work email that's too much there's already way too many ways for people cell phone then text there's way too many ways for people to contact us now mm-hmm. and the, there are those who you got to draw that, the line with some of it well you might want to put your work email ahead of your snapchat just a thought well claire <laughs> claire i'm a radio personality not an office manager <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my and daddy. Now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Rochester, Rochester, New York. All I gotta say is, you know what? You could do better. Your mama said you ugly. You cheat. <laughs> you ain't got no alibi. Hey, hey, you ugly. Yes. Why am I playing that music? Well, out of Rochester, you ugly. <laughs> They are down one airport security guard because the guard in question was fired after she was caught on tape passing a note to traveler Neil Strassner. Strassner says the worker gave him the note as he was passing through uh, the security checkpoint. And as he began walking away, he heard the worker yell back at him, You gonna open that note? At that point, Neil says he opened the note, which read, You ugly! (laughs) (laughs) What? Why? A TSA person did this? And then apparently, yes. And, and the employee began <laughs> bursting out in laughter. Your mama said you ugly. You G-L-Y. <laughs> you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. What? What? You ugly. Um, wow. So anyway. Huh. Was this like a bet? Hey, I bet you can pass this guy a note and he'll read know, it? I don't know. What the what's, what? What's scary is why would somebody think that they would be allowed to say that or to do that? Especially yeah. when they're going through airport security. Yeah, I don't care if it's a, a joke or a prank or if she meant it. It's a very serious business, TSA, and she should be like sticking to like you know patting people down and, and watching the metal detector, not deciding who ugly and who not. That's right. Oh my it's gosh. like it's like she's doing her own little version of hot or not. Right. <laughs> Plus, if the prerequisite for getting on a plane were ugly, yeah, does she not look completely that? different out yeah. here? Oh, oh my that, gosh. Uh, you're too ugly to ride on this plane. All right, uh, let's go to page two. Why are you, are you kidding, kidding me? me? I'm going to take you out of Canada. The sky is falling. In Quebec, a 30-year-old woman is miraculously recovering after falling more than 5,000 feet from a plane <gasps> after her main and backup parachutes failed to open while skydiving. Oh, no. She hit some trees, though. She's in the hospital with a couple of fractures. She's got some broken uh, vertebrae. But uh, but she's gonna be okay. This sounds exactly like that episode of King of the Hill when Peggy just her shoot oh, does she fall off the plane? Yeah, her shoot doesn't open, and so oh. she becomes she's like in a body cast. And <laughs> Hank has to take care of her for a while. Seriously. I love it how you brought what up King the of the Hill. I got to Texas. Yeah. Odds of that happening are so slim. The guys oh, yeah. in the golden yeah. about that. once a decade you hear one of these stories where someone skydiving survives right. the whole fall, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, straight up crazy, isn't it? It's super crazy. See, I'd be petrified to do it. So you're saying there's a chance? I mean, that's the thing. No shoots, you could still survive. I told mm. the Golden Knights, they said, well, would you ever jump out of a plane? I said, yeah, if I had an adult diaper on, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what it's going to Everyone on the ground, thanks you. <laughs> if I had you and an adult diaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if I could fly with the Golden Knights. Yeah. You know, if I could fly cool. strapped to one of them, yes, I would do it. Yeah. On yeah. my own, no thank you. Right. All right, and there you go. You got the. What are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Taylor Swift is not letting up the gas on Scooter Braun since the day it all went down with her music catalog no longer belonging to her. She has just been on a rampage against Scooter. 
And this time she went off at the Billboard Awards while she was getting an award as Artist of the Decade. And of course, Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it, though. And let me just say that the definition of the toxic male privilege in our industry is people saying, but he's always been nice to me when I'm raising valid concerns about artists and their rights to own their music. And of course he's nice to you. If you're in this room, you have something he needs. Whoa! No, wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) If if I'm going back and dissecting that, what, what really jumped out at me... Was it toxic male privilege? Toxic mm-hmm. male privilege. Man, that hurts. Right. Yeah. Man, I feel like she's coming after all the dudes. It yeah. sounds like she is. <laughs> I, but but Tay Tay, I love you. I love Queen T. Yeah. She knows that. She does have a point though with this concept of but he's always been nice to me because he needs something yeah. from you. She's right about that. Well, Maybe you're right. not There's... in her case, but in general, you do have to watch out for that. But here's the thing. She's got millions of dollars. Mm. Millions of dollars. And, yeah. and millions. I, 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 I did, did, you, did you see how she wrapped up the, the speech? No. Oh. Check this out. And as for me, lately I've been focusing less on doing what they say I can't do and more on doing whatever the hell I want. Wow. Hey. He's messing around. I don't know. Get it, get it, Queen T. Yeah. <laughs> She's letting them have it. She oh, gotta sh- be careful. She's gonna become Kanye West pretty soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but see, that's easy to do. That's easy to say, I'm gonna do whatever I want. When right. you have like almost a billion dollars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you can yeah. tell anybody to stick it where the sun don't right. shine when you have a certain amount of money. Right. You know, you true yeah. that. As long as she got her fan base, she can she yeah. can do whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah. Bachelorette runner-up Tyler Cameron has totally scrubbed Alabama Hannah Brown from his Instagram, like she uh. never existed. Tyler finished second on the show. Hannah dumped him for winner Jed, but then she dumped Jed like five seconds later and hooked up with Tyler when the show was over. But then Tyler started hooking up with Gigi Hadid. When everything was fine, and now here we are a month later, and all of a sudden, it's all boom. part of the setup. Yeah. Because what are we doing? We're talking about him not following her or, or cutting her out completely on social media. We're like, oh, what's happening? Because we just saw in the trailer for The Bachelor or Bachelorette that she comes back. She comes back. Oh. Right. So now he, he Peter, quits following pilot, her. Right. This is just to create suspense, I think. You think it's just to create buzz? Yeah. Yeah. It, it has to be because his excuse is that he says he wants all that stuff in the past now. But you know what? That made him. It's never going in the past. Oh. Right. Everybody who says, I want that in the past. There's going to be too much drama between all the other bachelorettes and, totally. and Alabama Hannah. They'll probably bring Tyler back for all we know. Yeah, possibility. Oh. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Real. I love that he is for real. Funny. Oh, he's amazing. He's hilarious. He has the best personality ever. If I could marry him, I would. The Fitz Show. Welcome back, everybody. What's up? Uh, snap what you see and send it back to me. We want to see what you're looking at right now. If you're working, let's see what's up. Maybe you're just chilling at home. Maybe you are, I don't, I don't know, just out and about. Facebook.com slash follow fits with a Z. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Drew is here. Claire and Ryder the Youngin. The other day on the show, we were having a discussion about uh, that new Blake Shelton and Trace Adkins song called Hell Ride. Hell right is the name of the song. So I think we can all agree that, yeah, he's going after, uh, Blake Shelton and Trace Atkins are definitely going after um, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Now, Drew, you said that it's only one lyric, that they're it, just because it's one lyric doesn't mean that they're going after Lil Nas X. Yeah, I think it's kind of a throwaway lyric. They're just going after the state of country music. They aren't specifically, it's not like they're hammering on that guy or that song. They just throw that one lyric. It's not the, it's not the chorus. It's just a verse. I completely mm. disagree. All it takes is a lyric. Yeah. All it takes is a line or even a few words they yeah, exactly. to get that jab in. Yeah, what very is this, East specific. Coast, West Coast? Come on. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. It is yeah. very specific. She says, take off the old town. What what else is there? Right. They knew exactly what they were doing when they wrote that line. She didn't did. say take off the tequila or the or the, you know, other Dan and Shay song. She <laughs> said old town. I see you're lumping in all yeah. Dan and Shay songs with old town. Road. Well, it's funny because he caught a lot of flack. They were just like, This is not a country song. Like all these different country artists came saying that. And then the country artists that were old school were just like, Well man, if they say it's country, it's country. Yeah, but I mean I still don't think it's a country song, right? Do you guys think it's a country song? I do. Like because, Old Town Road? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Why? Because Billy Ray tune. Cyrus is on it? 
I've changed my tune because the subject matter, yes, it's a new style of music, it's a new beat, but the yeah. subject matter is very country. Yeah. Well, it's a country rap song, essentially. We had a chance to Skype with Lil Nas X uh, about Old Town Road becoming the longest number one mm. running song ever. Old Town Road being the longest running number one song of all time means that everybody has great taste in music. Yeah, I'm joking. This is a song that was able to bring all different age groups and demographics together. My reaction is just like me in a complete state of shock. I cried a little bit. Ah. Yeah. And in case you missed it, here is the little drop from Blake Shelton and Trace Atkins going after Lil Nas X. Then the girl from the small town took off the old town, put on the little Hank Jr. Thank God. <laughs> All right, oh, welcome boy. to the show, you guys. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz, and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.